Welcome to episode 26 of On The Schmooze. Let's do this. Welcome to On The Schmooze, the podcast that highlights talented people from different fields, explores how they built strong networks, and overcame challenges on their way to becoming successful leaders. Now here's your host, Robbie Samuels. Welcome back to On The Schmooze. Thank you so much for joining me. Last week, I had the pleasure of interviewing Dr. Andy Neely. This week, you'll be hearing from me, your host. Every other week, I'll be offering my take on some aspect of networking and relationship building. These shorter podcast episodes will include practical tips and techniques you can put into practice right away. My hope is that insights from me and my guests will help you achieve the leadership position you're seeking, build and sustain your professional network, and find the work-life balance that works best for you. This week, I'll be sharing how strategic volunteering launched my career. Visit ontheschmooze.com and look for episode 26 to download a transcript of today's episode for your files or to print and share with your colleagues. I've lived in Boston for over 14 years, which is long enough to know I'm a newcomer. When I arrived in 2002, I didn't have secure housing or a job, much less a professional network. Soon after moving to Boston, I received two full-time career track job offers on the same day, no less. What made that possible? Strategic volunteering. For over a year prior to moving to Boston, I visited regularly to build relationships with new friends, learn my way around the city, and get to know the organizations I had hoped to work for. At least once a month, I volunteered for Fenway Health's outreach program. After a few months, I was offered the opportunity to be a lead volunteer in charge of setting up the outreach table and training new volunteers. I accepted and was then in regular contact with staff at Fenway Health. I also signed up to volunteer at AIDS Action Committee's AIDS Walk a few months before moving to Boston. I knew I needed to stand out in a crowd of volunteers, so I offered to help out the day prior as well as the day of the event. The morning of the event, I was asked to take a leadership volunteer role. AIDS Action staff now knew me and then I could be counted on. When I applied a couple of months later to positions at both of these organizations, I had a strategic advantage that was not available to me a year prior. Stepping off the elevator for my first interview at AIDS Action, I ran into the volunteer coordinator who greeted me by name. She then told the hiring manager how helpful I had been at the AIDS walk. Similarly, when I applied for the Fenway Health position, I had a connection on staff who helped my resume get reviewed. After months of job searching and applying to dozens of organizations, I received a job offer from both of these organizations. What was different about my application for these two positions? Strategic volunteering. This, of course, wouldn't have happened if I didn't have the skills and experience needed to succeed in the positions I applied for. It also wouldn't have worked if I had been a lousy volunteer. So what are the steps to strategic volunteering? First, decide what your goals are for volunteering. Do you want to make connections that might lead to a job offer? Enhance your experience to make you more hireable, learn new skills, support causes you care about, or perhaps you want to share your expertise. Then, ask around to find out about organizations in your area and what their volunteer needs are. Determine which would be the best match based on your goals. Instead of volunteering once for lots of organizations, focus your volunteer hours so you're deepening your relationship with a couple of organizations. Of course, you need to be dependable show up consistently, and do what you said you'd do. 
When the opportunity arises, step up into a leadership role. It could be as simple as arriving early to set up the room and start the coffee. Earn trust by following through on bigger commitments and then keep asking for more responsibility. Now, strategic volunteering doesn't end once you land your dream job. When I arrived in Boston, my career goal was to run multiple annual events for a progressive, mission-driven organization. After several short-term contract positions in 2005, I was offered the opportunity to work for gay and lesbian advocates and defenders, now GLBTQ legal advocates and defenders. And while I was there, I managed up to 25 events a year that raised nearly $1 million. It took me two and a half years after moving to Boston to land my dream job, but I was still seeking community. I really wanted to meet like-minded progressives who understood intersectionality and who were interested in building a cross-issue progressive community together. What I learned is that if it doesn't exist, you need to create it. A year later, in 2006, I founded Socializing for Justice, a cross-cultural, cross-issue progressive community and network in Boston based on the philosophies of abundance and radical inclusion. Ten years later, we've grown to over 3,000 members and hosted over 225 events and facilitated countless connections. I definitely found the supportive community I was looking for, and it's even how I met my wife. So Just is not my paid work, and we're not a formal nonprofit organization. Organizing So Just events is another way for me to live my values and contribute to my community. My commitment to social justice through volunteering with Socializing for Justice and as a GLAD staff member was recognized in 2011 when the city of Boston named my birthday Robbie Samuels Day. When I arrived in Boston in 2002, without secure housing or a job, I could never have imagined I'd be recognized with such an honor. Today, I'm a solopreneur professional speaker and a work-at-home dad with a wonderfully supportive wife and a happy one-year-old. That I definitely didn't see in my future when I moved to Boston 14 years ago. What strategic volunteering could you do now to chart your career in the right direction? Thanks again for listening to this solo episode of On The Schmooze. As a reminder, I'll have a transcript of this podcast available for download and as an easy-to-print or save PDF in the show notes. Visit ontheschmooze.com and look for episode 26. I want to sincerely thank all of you who have already subscribed and left a rating and review on iTunes. By subscribing and leaving a rating and review on iTunes, you're helping this podcast get discovered by more listeners. Will you subscribe and leave an honest rating and review? Include your Twitter handle in your review so I can give you a shout out. It's easy to find our iTunes page at itunes.ontheschmooze.com. That's schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. Thank you in advance, and I look forward to connecting again next week for a longer episode when I'll be interviewing a talented professional about their untold stories of leadership and networking who will explore their career challenges, work-life balance, and how they built a strong professional network on their way to becoming successful leaders. Until then, have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to On the Schmooze podcast at www.ontheschmooze.com. That's On the Schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E.
This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.